What's good, Commanders family? This is Brian Cooper Jr. here, and this is the Next Man Up podcast. Our next man up is no other than Jamison Crowder, our return man and our wide receiver. We talk about returning to the Washington Commanders after being drafted by them in 2015. We talk about his family. We talk about going to Duke, and we talk about a legendary story where Jamison Crowder hooped and got the best of Kyrie Irving. All that and more starts right now. What's good, Commanders family? Brian Cooper Jr. here, and this is the Next Man Up podcast, where we don't talk so much X's and O's, we talk more about the man behind the helmet. And today's Next Man Up is no other than Jameson Crowder, our return man, our wide receiver brother. How you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Glad to be here. Oh, man. So we got a lot to talk about, man. You coming off of a very big game, but we don't want to get into that just yet. We want to get into more of the beginning, where it started. Monroe, North Carolina. Talk to us about what that city means to you. Uh, it means a lot to me. You know, that's the place that I was born and raised. Um, you know, it's a small, small town right outside of Charlotte. Um, you know, it's it's very sports-driven, uh, like the school I went to and everything. We've always had good athletes coming in and out, uh, football, basketball. Um, you know, those like the two main sports. But um, but it means a lot. All my family's there. You know, I go back there now, um, you know, just to stay grounded. It keeps me grounded, you know, going to see my fam, you know, going to cookouts, just family events. Uh, just going there and just, you know, seeing my brother and everything. So, uh, you know, that's definitely the, the place that, have, that you know, made me who I am today. And you talk about it made you who you are today. Give us a little more detail on that. Like, what about that city made you who you are and kind of made this driven human that we know today? Right. I mean, I think uh, I think the main thing is, like, you know, it's just like a uh, – a southern town, you know, it's not it's not like a, a D.C., a L.A., a New York, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, growing up there, you don't really see a lot of, uh, you know, big flash and everything like that. So, uh, you know, just growing up, you just kind of, you know, you go outside. Back in the days, we go outside, play football with my boys, basketball. You know, we'll go to the park or either be playing basketball in the backyard where the, you know, the, the, the goal right there and ain't nothing but a thing of dirt right there. So, <laughs> um, you know, and then the the water we drinking was out of the, you know, out of the water hose. You know, just, yeah, you know, just, yeah. just, just, just childhood things that um that we would do, you know, ride bikes all over the town. Um, so I think, you know, just those experiences and just, you know, just having those childhood memories and just enjoying my childhood, uh, you know, in that in that city. Uh, in my town, just you know, it, it shaped me who I am today. You know, I've been able this this game of football have um, <clears throat> has been my vehicle to you know, obviously you know, come and live in cities like D.C. and yeah. New York and stuff like that, and get to experience big cities like that. But uh, I never forget you know where I came from, and um, football has given me the opportunity. Yeah, and before you made it to D.C., before you made it to New York, you decided to go to Duke. You had a lot of options. Yep. Sounds like you had some big schools coming at you. What made you decide to say, you know what, I'm gonna take my talents over to Duke? Uh well I mean I I think it was a lot it was a lot that went into that um you know like I say man being from North Carolina it's crazy man and I've told this story before but my dad played football at North Carolina A and T so yeah. uh, growing up man I was going to like all the A and T games so um I definitely um was a, was an A and T fan and believe it or not like they probably would have offered me first I might have would have committed there <laughs> um, but um but yeah but Duke was my first offer and um you know it was a blessing. Uh, to receive that offer, and then once Duke offered me other, you know, a few other Divi- Division One schools in North Carolina offered me, but uh, Duke was just the right place for me. Um, you know, as, as I continued my recruiting um, visits and stuff like that through during my recruiting time, uh, they they won me over, Coach Cut. Um, you know, they they, they told me what, what it was going to be, and uh, you know, the opportunities I would have if I attended, you know, Duke University, and um, 
you know, and in, in, in hindsight, man, everything that that he said, you know, kind of came kind of came to pass. So, um, so I'm very thankful, and that's probably the best decision I made um, in this point in my life. And clearly, was a good decision. You talk about your pops playing. Yeah. What were those conversations like when you were a college kid, right? Your pops had done this, right? He's giving you advice and all that stuff. You finally made it to this point that he made it to. What were those conversations between you and your pops? I mean, it was always great. I mean, even before college, man, like uh, playing football in high, in high school and basketball in high school, man, like they would, my dad would come and like record all my basketball games. Like we would go home and watch them and like, they were like my parents. They were like critiquing everything. You know what I'm saying? Like they were <laughs> like parents do. Yeah, like like it wasn't like we're just watching the game. Like I scored six points today. Like hey, you good? Like nah. Like I need you to score twenty next week. You know, I need you to score twenty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thirty. So, uh, but nah, it was always like that. You know, they would always you know uh, be tough on me. Um, you know, always push me to do better or to be better. Like I said, from high school, and then once I I obviously got to college, it was the same thing. You know, they would watch, watch the games obviously, and they would tell me like, yeah, you should have did this, should have did that. So. Um, so that's just always I always getting that critique from them and then they, I mean even now even to this day yeah. they still you know critique my game you know once they watch the highlights or whatever it may be um, but yeah that's just always kind of how my dad and my mom has been and uh, you know I always take 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 heed to what they you know what they're telling me yeah and you can see yourself light up as you talk about your parents man and it's cool because like reading about you know we do a lot of research coming yeah. into the podcast and reading about your family and how they would drive 170 miles mm -hmm. to come see your games you in DC they drive into DC to see your games yeah. you in New York they drive into New York to see your games man what is that support system like and what does that mean to you to have your family so supportive of you oh that means a lot um you know, it, it's, it means everything, you know, when, when when you have people to come and support you and, you know, that truly and genuinely care about you um, and, and want to see you do well, you know, obviously that just kind of helps boost my confidence and just, you know, makes me to go out, want to go out there and thrive. And, um, you know, that's the thing I think that a lot of people don't have. Um, and, you know, sometimes that can be, you know, to make or break of some people, you know. So I've been very, uh, very blessed and, and truly thankful to have, you know, uh, my parents to be there and my family as well, you know, my aunts, uncles, cousins, stuff like that, to have, you know, support me uh, throughout my whole career. And it's not just your parents pulling up, it's your little brother as well. And you and your brother have a very, very special relationship, a special bond, and I know you've learned a lot from your brother. Can you just talk about you and your brother and that relationship and just talk about your brother a little bit? Right, yeah, man, my brother Jamar, um, you know, man, he's, he's he's been very, very, very special to me, man, uh, you know, ever since I was a youngin', man. He would come to all the games, uh, you know, with my parents. They never left him out. Yeah. Um, you know, so so just being able to see him come to the games and enjoy the games, uh, it definitely, you know, helps brighten up my day and just, yeah. you know, ease, ease in my mood, whether we go out there, we win, lose, whatever. But just seeing him and having him at the games I always just, you know, just keeps me mellow and, uh, you know, it's always a great feeling. Yeah, and your, and your little brother has, has Down syndrome, yeah, right? Syndrome. And that's a big deal to point out because, like you said, they're coming to every game. Mm -hmm. Even with the things he's going through, he's still there supporting you. And you've mentioned it before in other interviews about how much you've learned from your brother, watching him go through his trials and tribulations. How does that put life into perspective, seeing what your brother has dealt with his whole life? Right. I mean, it just, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It just, it just put things in a different perspective. Like, you know, he's nonverbal. So he's uh, 20 years old now, and, um, you know, he hasn't, you know, we haven't been able to talk to him, you know, communicate with him uh, his whole life. So, yeah. that's, you know, this is one of the challenges. But, you know, he's uh, he's able to communicate with us, you know, different ways. Yeah. He's smart. You know, you ask him what he wants, he'll go get it, point to it, whatever it may be. But that's just a challenge that, you know, that, that we've, um, you know, had to deal with, you know, his whole life. But, um, but for me, man, just putting things in perspective, man, you know, for me it's just like I'm just blessed, you know what I'm saying, just to be able to, um, you know, 
you know, like I say, he can't he can't speak. So it's like for me, right. I'm just like, man, you know, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm the one out there playing. I'm the one that can talk, speak, whatever. Like, you know, I'm just truly blessed. So, yeah. um, like I say, my love, my family, man, I love my brother, man. Yeah, that's so, awesome, man. You're definitely blessed, but it sounds like you're a blessing to your family as well. Your mom has said that when you get around your brother, he lights up. He's just different. <laughs> How cool is that knowing that you can bring that out of him? Like you said, you guys can't really communicate, but you have your own form of nonverbal communication. Right. How cool is that being that light for your brother? Yeah, man, it's cool, man. It's dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I, I, it's just one of those things that me and him had just have that that connection. And it's uh, it's hard to explain it, but, you know, I can, you know, make him do things and bring some of the, uh, you know, intelligent things out of him that others can't. So yeah. uh, that definitely always just, you know, uh, lights up and brightens up my day. When, uh, when when I know the men have that connection, I can do some of the things that others can't. Yeah, man. Thank you for sharing that part, man. Sure. And uh, and uh, to pivot, you know, we were talking a little earlier. You said you a hooper. Yeah, I heard ball, you man. can I dunk. Ball. I heard you can like dunk barefoot just straight off vert. Is that <laughs> real? No, nah, I can't. I can't dunk just straight off vert. But, <laughs> nah, but uh, but nah, I can. I definitely, you know, got a little got a little spring in my legs. Yeah, yeah. My legs a little bit older now, so I don't know, <laughs> you know, how much I can get up there. But yeah, definitely high school, college, and. You know, last few years, man, I definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, like I said, we like to do our research here on the Next Men Up podcast. And I heard this, like, legend. It's like this legend around Duke where you went to your college visit. You run into Mason Plumley, who's now in the NBA, but at the time was playing at Duke. Yep. And he heard you was an athlete, heard you go hoop. And he said, hey, man, come come hoop with us. You know, you like, oh, no, nah, I don't got no <laughs> shoes. My right. man provided the shoes for you. And yep. you go and hoop and run pickup yep. with Duke's team. Mm-hmm. Now, you playing point guard, of course, and the point guard you're going up against is Kyrie Irving. No other than Kyrie Irving, right? Yeah. Well, on the, on the opposing team, Kyrie right. Irving's on the opposing team, right? right? And I heard y'all ran four games. Yep. I heard you ain't lose one of them. Right. It's a pretty big deal, man. Because, I mean, nah, shoot, four games is about as much as Kyrie played in college. Right. So that's so. a pretty big deal, man. Talk about that. And, and is that true? Well, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to clear it up. Yeah. Uh, that That's true. Um. It was actually going into my senior year of high school, and me and my fam just went up there to Duke, you know what I'm saying, just to see the campus one day, run to Mason. And uh, so we talking to him. You know, my mom, she's a big talker, so she yeah. goes there and introduces <laughs> herself. And, like, you know, she tells me, like, yeah, my son, you know, he getting recruited for football and everything, blase, blase. But, uh, you know, I play a little basketball. So he was like, what's well, sure. up? You know, you play a little ball. We playing pickup. Play it on if you want to come through. So, like you said, like, I didn't have any. I just I was just in some casual clothes. I had, like, you know, a collar shirt or whatever, some jeans. And I was like, man, I ain't got no clothes. He was like, nah, you good. You all good. You know, just come through. We'll get you. So take me in the back. They give me some shorts, shoes, everything. So um, going to gym and all the guys in there. It's summertime. So, like, the guys like Kyrie and them, they had just got there. That was going into their freshman year. So yeah. they just got there for, like, the first summer session. So, like, Kyrie Irving, uh, Tyler Thornton, uh, Andre uh, Dawkins, um, Josh Harrison, them guys. Um, but to clear it up, so I was on – it was me – the team I was on, I was going against Kyrie. It was me, Tyler Thornton, Josh Harrison, and I can't remember who the other two were. It might have been Mason or Miles, one of them on our team. But it was uh, Kyrie. Uh, he had one of the plums on his team. But Tyler Thornton was guarding Kyrie. Just oh, okay. All right, all right. Okay, okay. So how they would play pickup was uh, they would do like a seven-game series, basically. So – um, so yeah, the team I was on, yeah, we won, you know, one four out of, you know, four and oh. And I definitely held my own. I was, yeah. guarding, I was guarding Andre Dawkins. He was guarding me. Okay. I definitely held my own. You know? Yeah. I ain't going to sit here and say I was, you know, went drop 20 with him, boy. But, <laughs> right. You know, I got me a couple buckets here and there. Yeah. You know? So it was definitely like, you know, I can, 
I can play. You yeah. Know just no, you know, slouch. You feel me? But, <laughs> but it was a cool experience, though, for the most part. You know what I'm saying? It was it was a really cool experience. Um, Getting a chance to, you know, go out there and play. And, um, you know, just play pickleball with them boys. And then it happened on the Humbug, too. So yeah, cool, you know yeah. Saying? You wasn't even ready. You still even, got buckets. You know, so, you know, stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. You know? <laughs> for sure, man. So you do something like that. I mean, that sounds like, a, especially today, right. that sounds like a legendary run, right? Yep. Do you have any of those moments where you were like, dang, I should have hooped? Uh, I mean, it definitely would have been a blessing. I mean, obviously, like I know, like my height definitely would have been a would have been a hindrance. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I feel like my skill set. Um, if I would have worked on my game all like every day or whatever, like I definitely would, would, would could have the skill set to yeah. play the, at the college level. Um, basketball was just something really that just came naturally to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's something I love to do. Um, in the off season, every now and then, yeah, on the low. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, it's just something that came naturally to me, man. Just being able to handle the ball and. Just, you know, instincts of the game and stuff like that, man. I've just been a, a sports fanatic ever since a child, man, especially when it came to football and basketball. But yeah. basketball really was my truth. was my first love, for real. Well, hey, man, we're, we're so. glad you chose football because you yeah. ended up here, right? right. The commanders ended up drafting you in 2015, and you end up playing for us for four years. What love do you have for the squad and the franchise that gave you your first shot, that draft you? Because we know you love it here. Talk about that a little bit and how much it meant to you that night getting drafted by Washington. Yeah, I mean, it meant a lot to me. Um, at the time, I didn't really know much about, uh, you know, D.C. in itself. Mm. Um, didn't know much about the franchise, obviously, man. Growing up, uh, I was a 49ers fan, man, a huge wow. fan. Wow. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, man, but ever since I, you know, since 2015, man, when I when I got here, man, I loved it. You know, it's just like it's it's like a different feeling when you, uh, you know, the team that drafts you. Um, you know, obviously I've been on different teams, other organizations uh, throughout my career, but it's always just like a, a, a certain spot kind of in your heart that, you know, yeah. the team that, that drafts you, that, they kind of hold that spot. So, uh, you know, my, my first four years here was, you know, up and down, um, I would say more up than down. Yeah. Um, had a lot of success here, you know, throughout that, that, you know my first tenure here. And, um, you know, really didn't want to leave. But, you know, this is just the business side of the game. Yeah. You know, got involved and uh, obviously went to the Jets and then went to Buffalo last year. And, um, you know, now I'm just, you know, thankful to be back, man. It's, uh, you know, a place that's, that's very familiar to me. Right. A lot of new faces in the building. But, you know, it's still a familiar place, man. I love, I love D.C. I love the culture of D.C., man. I um, Even when I left – and there were times where I would always, me and some of my boys would always, you know, make make, make a trip to come back here, whether it was a weekend or a few days, you know. I um, So I would go to some of the go-go shows and stuff like just that. Just catching the vibe, you yeah, know. Yeah, you know, just catching the vibe, <laughs> man. So it's, it's definitely one of the places, man, that – that I um you know that 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 I hold in my heart that's that's that, that that's really um true and you know and, and close to me man yeah I'll never forget man I I had just gotten out here myself and I'm in one of my first meetings and a truck pulls up and we got the windows and you walk out the truck and I'm with a few um ex Washington players and everybody got really excited yeah. everybody's like oh man that's crowded that's he's right. back yeah. he's back. And for that level of excitement to be from them, and they're not even you, right. how excited were you to get a chance to come back here and almost finish what you started, essentially, man? Right. How, how cool is that to come back here? Right. And what went into that decision as well? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, it, it's cool now. I mean, sure, initially when I came back here, man, they reached out to me. Uh, so I was at the crib, and I just got released from the Giants, so I really didn't know, you know, what the what the next, yeah. you know, what the future held. And uh, so, man, I was back at the house, and I just went and played ball that morning. <laughs> and uh, so I was uh, late on that evening, I was going to the Duke and Clemson football game, and I get a call from my agent. He was like, the commanders want to bring you in, you know, to be a possible returner uh, for week one. Yeah. So, um, you know, I was just signing the P-Squad um, 
uh, contract, obviously. So I really didn't know, you know, you know, right. whether I'm gonna be here a week to week thing right. or just one week or whatever it was. So I really didn't know, you know, kind of how how everything was gonna shake out. But you know, things kind of fell into place, man. And, and you know, I've been here since week one, and you know, now, man, it's been it's been truly exciting, man. Like I yeah. said, you know, punt return. I've been able to make you know a few things happen, and then obviously this past week, man, we didn't get the win. Um, you know, which sucks, but. Uh, I was able to, you know, play a little bit more on offense. Yeah, yeah. I was able to kind of, you know, make you know make some things happen. So it kind of took me back, man, to you yeah. know my, my my first few years here, being able to go out there and catch passes, man, run around a little bit, and and, and FedEx, man, it, it was truly a blessing, man. It was truly exciting. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad you broke it down like that because I don't think a lot of people realize what it takes for you to get to last Sunday, yep. right? Like you said, you practice squad. So, I mean, we were staying in the same hotel. I would see, right? Yeah, for sure. So, like, you know what I mean? We, yeah. You in a hotel, yep. practice squad. Like you said, you don't know if you're going to be here a week, two weeks, if this right. is going to work out. Yep. And it takes a lot of mentality to do it. It takes a lot of belief in yourself. Yep. And it does work out. Mm -hmm. We get to Atlanta, and you get a 61-yard return. Right. And that gets you NFC Special Teams Player of the Week. Right. You're starting to get that recognition. And how cool was that to get that moment right there where you break out like that and, and for a big moment. That was a huge moment for this team. Right. Something we really, really needed. How big was that moment for you? And that was big, man. You know, um, just even just thinking about it now, man, it kind of gave me chill. But <laughs> yeah. Like say, man, I didn't know, you know. I got released, man. I thought it's, you know, it could have been over with. It right. could have been my last year, um, you know, my last opportunity with the Giants or whatever. But, you know, just for – just coming back here, man, everything working out, man, and – being able to go out there and, and, and have an explosive return, uh, you know, like I say, man, it was just it was just a, a great a great feeling, man, and, and I'm just very thankful for it, um, you know. And I'm continue I'm looking to continue to you know build on that, um, you know. I'm just trying to, you know, be the best player I can be, help out the organization, man. But a lot, you know, a lot unknown, man. Yeah, uh, a few for months sure. Ago for me, so I'm just thankful, man, and blessed, man, to get this opportunity again, and, and no place I'd rather be. And to be back here, you know, getting this opportunity. So, just yeah. thankful for it. And, and to take a chance on yourself like that. Like you said, right. man, you could have called it quits, right? You could have went a whole different direction. Yep. Where does that belief in yourself come from? Uh, I, mean, I just think it just comes from, man, obviously, man, my faith. Um, my mom and my dad, man, they've always been been huge on, you know, um, you know, believing, man, and trusting in, in the Lord. So, um, you know, that's 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 the main thing. And, and uh, it's crazy, man. When I got released from the Giants, I drove my car away from uh, New York all the way down to North Carolina. And uh, as I was coming through D.C., I was on 495, and I was, like, right there passing by uh, Exit 16 Arena Drive. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in my mind, I was like, man, it'd be dope, man, if I, you know, get back. <laughs> right, you know right. Man, in FedEx, dude, it was just a thought, man. And, you know, sometimes, man, you don't never know how the Lord may bless you. So, Amen. Um, you know, just that thought, just putting it out there in the atmosphere, just even thinking it. And then, like I say, man, right before, man, week one, man, I got the call to come back here. So, uh, it's a little something that, you know, a lot of people don't know, but yeah. you know, it's just a little something that I thought about. And, um, right. And then, and then it came to pass. So, I'm just uh, truly blessed and thankful to be back. And that belief in yourself and that manifestation is a real thing, right? Because I didn't even know about that. But what I did know was that you went on Players Club recently, and they had asked you, like, yo, what are you looking forward to? Like, almost like as a return, man. And you said, you know, man, that's cool. Yeah. But I want to get into the offense, man. I want to show what I could really do. Right. Then not even a week later, yep. you do that, man. Seven catches. A touchdown in the last minute of a very close game against one of the best defenses in the NFL. Right. You called it. Yep. You said it, man. How cool was it to be in that moment? Yes, we know we didn't get the win. However, 
it was almost like, you know, everything you had worked up for, you finally got to that moment. How cool was that to be able to be used in that capacity in this offense? Yeah, nah, it was it was, it was dope, man. It was cool. Like yeah. you say, man, everything kind of, you know, kind of came, came, uh, you know, kind of came to pass. And it, and it all came in a short amount of time. But I think, you know, the main thing that I've learned uh, from this, this, you know, uh, situation or experience, man, is just being patient. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just being patient, just staying the course, um, you know, just continuing to work. And uh, you know, let and let things work out. So, um, you know, hopefully, man, going forward, um, you know, I can I, I can get you know a few more reps in the offense because I'm still very confident yeah. in, my, in my game and ability at receiver, man. You know, and I was just waiting for my moment. And, I, and I, Sunday, man, I was like, when I'm out there, if the ball come my way, I'm catching everything. That was yeah. just my mentality. So, um, and like I say, man, everything worked out. Like I say, obviously, we didn't win, um, but just from an individual standpoint, man, I felt you know very, very, very juiced up, very confident. And I think that, you know, going forward, I can I can definitely be a spark in the offense as well. Yeah, and you talk about that confidence. A game like that has to tell you, like, oh, I'm still an elite receiver. I can still do this. Did your confidence ever waver leading up to that point, though? Uh, No, nah, not this year. Yeah. Not this year. I mean, I uh, like I said, my, I've – even, like I say, man, I keep going back to the Giants. Even I with the Giants, man, like, you know, I just think some of the business side of things kind of got in the way. Because um, even there, man, there's no reason why I shouldn't have made the team. Yeah. But I think, you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, now, there have been there's been times in, and throughout my career with my confidence, you know, kind of kind of went down from an offensive standpoint, a special team standpoint. But now, man, I'm just at, 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 a, at, a, at a stage in my career and a point in my life where, you know, mentally yeah. I'm just confident. Mentally I'm just at ease. I'm not putting any pressure on myself. I know it's a game. The game has slowed down for me. I'm yeah. an older guy. I'm a veteran. Uh, but I still can move, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, all the thing I got to do now is go out there and just, and just play and uh, just play my game and you know, make sure I catch the ball. Yes, sir. And this wide receiver room is very talented, but it's also sure. very, very young. Yep. What advice do you give to these young guys to keep this confidence and to <laughs> just stick it out, man? Because these careers are very long, man. There's a lot that can happen. Yep. What advice do you give to these young fellas? Well, yeah, man. You know, advice, man, I give them, man, just, you know, take advantage of the opportunity now, you know, but but don't put the pressure on you. I think yeah. uh, a few years when I was here earlier in my career, man, I was putting, you know, uh, unneeded pressure on myself um, as opposed to just going out there, you know, playing and, and learning the game, you know, as a, uh, and taking it for what it was. Um, you know, and obviously, like I say, man, just take advantage of the opportunity. Don't let, you know, anything pass you by. Um, but don't put that pressure on you, man. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's, a, it's still a game. You yeah. Know? Um, you know, now with social media and this and that, man, it's a beautiful thing. But I think sometimes, you know, certain platforms and, and stuff like that can put, you know, pressure on guys. Right, right. You need to be there, you know, and I think – that um we don't go out there on that field with a clear mind and with a with a with a with a mind of you know confidence and stuff like that it can hinder you and it can hurt you um so that's 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 some of the advice I give to the guys now like I say right now I'm just at a a good spot mentally man and like I said, I'm just thankful to be back and um confidence is high you know yeah yeah so I'm 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 good man yeah good. man we love that man Sorry. so for those that aren't familiar with your game and don't really know who Jameson Crowder is, man. That's your ISO camera right there. Look into the ISO camera and tell the <laughs> Commanders family who Jameson Crowder is. Yeah, man, Jay Crowder, man, you know, playmaker. Um, you know, trying to do my thing on punt return, you know, obviously in the, re in the receiving game. Um, but, you know, I'm just a hard worker, man. Got to come in and, and, and do my thing. Don't, you know, stay in my lane. Uh, you know, I'm laid back. But at, but at the same time on that field, man, I got a little dog in me, so. Uh, yeah, you know, y'all know it. So, you know, I'm just glad to be back and very thankful. Yeah, last question for you, brother. <laughs> Who is the best hooper 
on the Washington Commanders. Who is the best? I'm sure you've done <laughs> talked about it a little bit. I'm sure you've seen a couple guys hoop. Who's the best hoop on the Washington Commanders? I mean, you know, I always got. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say myself. But there's a couple guys say they got a little game, and I haven't really been able to, you know, see them much because you know that stuff we do in the offseason. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely the top one, the top three, four, five up there. You know? so, <laughs> I don't know who got game like that, but I'm definitely putting myself up there for right, sure. Right, right. Well, I can almost guarantee nobody went four and zero against Kyrie Irving. Right? I think we can say that pretty pretty faithfully that nobody did that. Jameson, yeah, thank you man. so much for opening up to us, man. Thank you so much for talking to us about your family and about everything. I think the advice you gave is something that we all can live by, whether we play on the football field or not. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jameson Crowder. This is the Next Man Up podcast. Jameson, thank you so much for your time, brother. I appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. Commanders Family Love Podcast well, We have a lot more for you On the Commanders Podcast Network That's right We have the Command Center Podcast With Logan Paulson And Fred Smoot And Santana Moss It's like hanging out With your best friends But you're talking All things football Then we have the Players Club With legends London Fletcher And Santana Moss Sitting with your Favorite Commanders players It's like talking football In a way that only Those who play the game Can And we have the Get Loud Podcast With Mike Jenkins And Fred Smoot Doing what they do best Getting loud This show gets off the rails For sure you want Want to check it out and then of course we have the next man up podcast where we sit with your favorite commanders players and talk about the man behind the helmet we will be back next tuesday with another great commander player all that and more can be found on the commanders podcast network or you can watch the videos on the commanders youtube page